Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who's completely without his pants and underwear, and is currently jacking off a cucumber, pretending it's not his own micro dick. That's Jeff Clark. Terrible. I hate it. I wanted to laugh like usual to go along with it, but that was really terrible. And transmitting to us from Europa... The bearded, booger-eating space cowboy known as... Shuddy Boy. Yo. That was very nice. I liked that one. Thank you. Yeah? Do you get the reference? No. (laughs) Hey, Jeff. Jeff, do you get the reference? I don't know. I feel like when when I joined in on the Zoom during the Easter egg, I got an inkling that you might, perhaps... Oh, okay. Uh, well, now I get it, but I didn't know prior to that. Prior to you referencing Jeff and I talking about Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I now s- that you kind of gave it away with that clue. Yeah, you, you really walked us dummies into it. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of dummies, I still cannot unsee the word holes across your t-shirt with a giant glove giving a middle finger. I'm just, it definitely says idols. Yep, but Pretty for some clearly. reason, when you turn and it wrinkles, it looks like it could say holes, and it's just partly obstructed. Yeah. Yeah. When there's like a when you see it at an angle, that D could be a, an O. I hear you there. Are you working from home today, Shuddy, or do you just go to the shops or the stores wearing that shirt? Uh yuck my I, dick, bitches. Who wants yai? No, no, I. I had a zip up hoodie on today over this. And I was just in my, I was at my office with more upper management. I was not, I, the reason I've had this shirt since I saw them October 13th and who the holes, I, I haven't worn it yet for the, I haven't worn it yet. Cause I wanted <laughs> the first, I wanted to wear it for the, for the video. And I haven't not been in a store on a Monday, so I haven't worn it. Today was the first Monday that I wasn't in a store prior to recording. So well, all five I could people wear it all day, and I didn't want to just wear it for a couple of hours to record. All five people that watch the show on YouTube are going to be super pumped. And then, and then be, they'll be bitching about how I'm blue. It'd be hilarious if his zip-up hoodie was even more offensive than that shirt. No, it's just a... It's right here. It's just a Hurley hoodie. That's oh, all. okay. I won't get you fired. No. Hang ten, bitches. About the example I set. Absolutely. You're a leader in uh, the big SAE world. They call him Sir Shuddy at work. <laughs> He's ca- Capo Shuddy. <laughs> One of the Nobody calls me bosses. Shuddy at work. It's, that'd be the end of their fucking that name, employment. That name is not spoken in in, in work circles. I should know not this. Si- not since the incident. Oh yeah, I should know this clearly. But do you go by Rich or Richard or Dick? 
Rich. Like okay. To, do your employees have to call you by a different name? Because I thought about introducing myself as Jeffrey and then just allowing my friends to call me <laughs> Jeff. Um, it's Drew now. <coughs> call me Drew. No. Um, once I became a teenager, I went from Richard to Rich. And I'm only Richard when I'm in trouble. Oh, okay. That's so, like and when dick, my mom's your dick at when me. it's time to go to Pound Town. <laughs> Does Sharon, has Sharon ever called you Richard? Sometimes when she's a little annoyed, she goes Richard. So yes, you, she does it. She doesn't say it with as much anger as my mother does when the full name comes out. It's more disappointment. Yeah. What about um, Ricardo? Never. I as a kid, I really wanted to be Ricky. Ricky. Well, why, why couldn't that happen? It never. For some reason, it never stuck. Like my friends, I, I don't know. I don't know why it didn't stop stick. But I wanted to be Rick and Ricky. Yep. I feel like Rickies are assholes. I have an uncle Ricky, huge douchebag. No one likes him. Can we call you Ricky Boy? And because my dad's name is Richard also in family circles, uh, I was... Shuddy. Do you guys want to guess what they called me? Dicky. No, um, my mother forbade anybody from calling me Dick. Uh, um, Richie. Diddler. I wish. That you would prefer Richie. I, I was... Wait, how about if, if they called your dad Rich, did they call you like Chard? You just get the second syllable? Little Richard. A wop baba doo baba bing bang poop. <laughs> yep, my aunts always call my aunts and uncles always called me Little Richard, so it delineated that it wasn't my father they were talking to. <laughs> that would be pretty cool nowadays. I mean, that was probably pretty cool back then, but it'd be even cooler nowadays. Does anybody Little want Richard? some some tutti fruity? <laughs> oh man jesus christ what a bombshell ricky to little richard jesus i mean i don't I, I think little richard's a cool nickname how old were you when you tried to get ricky to stick i mean like little like six seven like so like late 80s when ricky was not maybe a problem um part of it was I really liked this movie as a co- kid called Winner Winners Take All, which is a, a dirt bike movie. Wow, I've never and even the main heard of that. character's name was Rick Mellon, and I just thought he was so cool. Also, my, my last name is now Mellon. <laughs> I'm Little Richard Mellon. How's that... Uh... How's that? How's that ghost been, Shuddy Boy? Is that is that ghost pissing your ass yet? There's been no activity that I have experienced, and none that has been discussed. Hmm. So, is there a chance that it wasn't a ghost? Or... There's a chance, or there's a chance that we I offended him by talking about him to the Puminati Uh-oh. last week. Blown his cover. Yep. Don't look he's, now. He's right he's, behind you. He's laying low. Until the dust settles. He's he's peeling one of those Skeletors out of its blister pack as we speak. Very slowly. 
There are actually currently no Skeletors in blister packs. That yeah, oh thanks no, thanks to the ghost. I, sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. I bought two off of clearance so I can paint them. Now you're painting shit. You've seen the ones I've painted. We've. You're you're just. I mean, it's just getting nerdier and nerdier. You've now crossed into like a a Warhammer territory. I feel like we're we're like fifty episodes away from Shuddy Boy coming out as a LARPer. Well, no. I am sure, Little Richard. Knights of Ricky, defend for, my honor. <laughs> I was looking for different display stands because I need to maximize more of the shelf space. And yeah, Sharon do. insinuated that that was a good indication that I didn't have space anymore and probably should stop. Dude, you've garnered so much stuff that for the people that aren't watch, watching this on YouTube, it's now crept up. There's like stacks on stacks on stacks. You can't even see the framed He-Man paintings anymore because there's oh, He-Man the, toys those, in front of them. The, well, I, I like guess you said Garner because Sharon definitely looks at it as spent stupid money on. <laughs> <laughs> um, those aren't there all the time. Those are just for this. That's those are recent acquisitions. So they they just get like yeah. a week of of screen time and then they're filed then they go away to their permanent homes typically however last week's new arrivals are just sitting in a pile over here they had to be rotated out all right time for all the kids to move out i need the space i think you could live on your own when you're under 18 in pennsylvania yeah as long as you can get a job you gotta be 16 to get a job right none of them are under 18 anymore oh oh Get the fuck out. That's Skeletor's room now. Brad will be 19 in January. And Draven's 23. The dogs have been booted out of their dog houses. That's where Battle Cat lives now. Kay's 20. Zach's 25. Jake's 23. Yeah, they're all they're all fucking adults. Time to start but being red. As I lived at home until I was like 32... I'm in no position to tell them that they're not allowed to. So wait, you used to do MSPH from your parents' house? Yes, you know this. Well, I forget things like that. In the, in the very early days, I used to have to do it in some in weird random spots. Like I used to, I tried doing it outside when we first started so I could smoke weed. That didn't work. Oh yeah, because we kept hearing like crickets and shit, right? <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> Then I did it in the basement a couple of times. Then my mom found all of my piss jugs. And then then it was, yeah, then I would do it up in the my bedroom. But yeah, boys and I lived there for quite a while. I forgot about all that. As did I. We're just taking a whole trip down. Memory lane. The good old days, <laughs> you know? Yep. Uh, well, kind of feel like I have to get the bad stuff out of the way just because, you know, a big part of MSPH is sharing our lives and stuff. And I don't, I don't want to spend too, too much time on this cause I don't want to bum people out, but just in case 
I disappear for a little bit. You know, people know why. My uh, my dad's not doing all that great, and kind of got off to a really eerie start. It's kind of this is kind of all over the place, but just bear with me a little. So, the other week, actually a week ago today, I had this super realistic dream about my old friend Ralph Howard. So, anybody who's a Howard Stern fan would know. Ralph Howard from the early days of the Sirius XM shows. He used to be a reporter for 1010 Wins on AM radio in New York. I remember my grandpa had that station on his car round the clock. So I always heard this guy's voice. And then when I started working for Sirius, you know, I became really good friends with him. And we shared an office at some points when he had to come in and record his, his news briefings. He would come into the studio that I was in and, uh, he died a couple of years ago, and I had a dream that I was back east with some of my old work coworkers having like a work party, and, and I see Ralph there. It was like he was, you know, back from the dead, and he was talking to High Pitch Mike, who also was a character on the Howard Stern Show and, and worked in the news department, and the two of them were always butting heads, but in a playful way, always taking shots at each other, goofing on each other. So in my dream, they were doing that. They are just sitting there trading barbs. And I came up behind him, and I was like, hey, Ralph. And without turning around, he goes, now there's a voice that I actually do want to hear. And he turns around and gives me this huge hug. And it was, it was one of those ultra-realistic dreams where like, I, could, I could feel him. It was, it was super eerie. It was like I had my, my friend back. And when I woke up, I just had this awful, awful sense about me. I just, something just felt really off. I had this sinking feeling in my stomach and, you know, like uh, like what happens to me two or three times a night, I got up and went and took a piss and I go back to bed and an hour later my phone rings and it's my sister and I was just like, oh God, doesn't she know about the time difference? I'll, I gotta sleep. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her when I wake up and my alarm goes off and then I fall back asleep. Ten minutes later, my mom calls me and I'm, that was when I was like, oh, shit. All right. This, this, something's definitely wrong. Yeah, this can't be good if Joy and then Mom call. Yeah. So I, I call them back, <clears throat> and they were like, your your dad's taking a turn for the worse. Um, we just want to get you up to speed. Um, he's been dealing with, I mean, a whole range of issues. Uh, you know, he had COVID, and that hit him pretty hard, and he's been having blood clots in his lungs from it, and... He's got pulmonary fibrosis, heart goes into AFib a lot, just tons and tons of problems lately. But he's been, you know, he has his good days and his bad days. Um, last I saw him was almost two years ago when we went snowboarding together. And I, he was at a point where some days he couldn't even walk up a flight of stairs without just collapsing and gasping for air. But he had, a, you know, a good day where he could go and, you know, get an, at least a couple of runs with us on the mountain. And, uh, so he's been sick for a little while. I'm sorry. I don't mean to yeah. derail this story. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously not this bad where there's right, you know, right, phone calls right. going out. So um, they were like, yeah, you know, the whole family is going down there to see him in the hospital. Uh, and, you know, I got to FaceTime a little bit with him. I called my sister, you know, since I couldn't be there. I was like, when you get in the room with dad, just FaceTime me so I can say hi and stuff and it's tough, you know, he's hooked up to so many machines and it's loud and he can barely talk and 
the of course the fucking signal was like spotty. So I'm like, what? What? What'd you say? But um, you know, the I I was in Jersey this weekend for for a wedding, and you know, we were talking about going out to lunch and staying with them and I you know I booked my flights around that I specifically got a later flight in the night so we could you know go out and have a meal before I left and um then it was just like okay well we're gonna have to just go visit them in the hospital um and the the reason I I started with that story about Ralph Howard was I remembered later that day I'm like fuck Ralph had a double lung transplant so I, I Googled him, and I, I found his obituary, and Ralph had pulmonary fibrosis, like my dad. And when he was 70, he got a lung transplant. And it, it you know, turned him into a new man. Uh, but lung transplants are a tricky, a tricky surgery. They're a tricky transplant because, I mean, just think about the process of removing your own lungs. You know, it's a huge, huge strain on your body. They have to fucking butcher you. And for some reason, it's one of those transplants where your body continuously fights it. So the odds of making it a year after that surgery are, I don't know, I think 80%, which is a fairly decent survival rate. But if you think about two in 10 people don't even make it a year, it's it's scary. And it just kind of goes up and you know they're 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 better at treating that stuff now, but your your body is constantly fighting it. So you're always on antibiotics. You're always on these anti-rejection medications, and they fucking they destroy you. They shred you. And every day it's it's almost like D and D. Every day you wake up, you roll the die, and hope for a good roll because an infection or your body is just like this is the day when it rejects it. Uh, you know you never know. My aunt Lee had her heart had a heart and both lungs transplanted. Cool. Oh my back god. Back in I was 6. So oh shit. back in 87 she was one of the first recipients and she at the time was the longest living. No shit. Cuz she ended up um living until so I was five or six that makes my cousin scott he was he's two years younger than me he was like three or four and she saw him graduate high school and make it through his first year of college before she passed away so she lasted 18 years but every single day you're anti-rejection medicine you know she got bronchitis constantly yeah and it was it was like debilitating couldn't be around her she was constantly having to go into new york city to be checked by the doctors sorry i'm derailing the story no that's okay i mean yeah you you know firsthand what it's like it's and my buddy ralph he made it seven years he died at 77 that's yeah that's great that's a new lease on life yeah and, uh, you know, it was, it was tough when he passed cause we, we stayed in touch every time I put up a, a picture on Facebook of me doing some stupid stunt or some shit. He always had like a wise crack comment when we worked together, every time we saw, we passed each other in the hallways or every day when I saw him, I would, I would do a, a, his impression to him. 
I, like every time I saw him, I'd go, I am Ralph Howard. And he would go, no, I'm Ralph Howard. <laughs> he was the fucking greatest guy in the world. Like everybody that knew Ralph, everybody that met him just loved him to death. Just a really, really sweet guy. And it was after Googling that and seeing that, you know, it was pulmonary, pulmonary fibrosis that took him out. And just having that dream an hour before getting that call about my dad was eerie as all fuck. So, you know, the, the plans were to, you know, go to the wedding this weekend. I went to my cousin's wedding. It was fucking great. And um, it was really good seeing family. I saw some people I hadn't seen in years. It was it was rough seeing, you know, the card of my dad's name on it just sitting at the table after everybody took theirs. And during after the ceremony, while, you know, everybody was getting dinner and stuff, we got the news that he went into cardiac arrest. Um, and his organs are failing. And he's basically just being kept alive by machines right now. He's, he's not conscious. I got to go uh, see him in the hospital and... I'll try and get through this without ugly crying, but whew, that is something that'll that'll stick with me forever. It was it's it's rough seeing all that stuff going into him and you just feel helpless, you know, you can't I'm just I I I was talking to him and just hoping that it somehow got to him. Um seeing my family there just completely broken was was awful. You know, my dad's my dad's 59. Just turned 59 this summer. You know, he was he was 19 when he had me. He's, he was always the young dad. And seeing him like that was just crushing. And I don't know what the next couple days are going to be like. but i i don't think there's uh i don't think there's good news we had uh we met with one of the people who's on the committee of you know getting a lung transplant when pulmonary fibrosis is degenerative it gets it just gets worse it never gets better and you do get to the point where you need a lung transplant and he he needs one if he doesn't get a lung transplant, that's it. And with all of his organs failing, he can't survive the surgery. So they... They don't think it's going to happen. And, uh... You know, if, if... The worst happens, I might have to take a little bit of time off. Spend some time on the East Coast. Um... You know, I I don't think it'll be longer than a week. So I know I know obviously family is a priority and stuff, but I have a hard time switching off and being here with you guys, shooting the shit, telling jokes, goofing on each other, telling stories is a is a good distraction. So I don't want to disappear for a while. You know, the Patreon is this churning machine that's always cranking out stuff, and I don't want to, I don't want to screw over anybody that's paying for that. But I might need a week or so, so hopefully people won't get too bummed about that. 
uh, but it's been it's been a rough couple of days. You know, I, I, we had plans to, you know, go. He he, he had this, this buddy that he wanted me to meet and talk shop with, and we were going to go and get lunch together and stuff. And we were just talking about that like two weeks ago. And then that 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 like you know us hanging out, going out to lunch, doing all this stuff turned into me just talking to him on on life support. I I just can't believe I can't believe how fast it it all it all changed. It's 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 insane. It's fucking insane. It's terrible. And. uh I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot about him lately and thinking about all the stuff we did together when, when I was a kid and uh, my dad, you know, my dad loved movies, loves comedy, loves laughing, loves telling jokes and stuff and the two of us at one point in time were like Beavis and Butthead. Like when I was, when I was like, I don't know, when did Beavis and Butthead come out? What, was, what were we like, 12 or... Eleven or twelve or something. You were probably I would say way like younger 92, than that. 93. Yeah. Okay, I, so I, I was like say. nine or ten, maybe. And like I, my dad, you know, my dad took me to see my first R-rated movie in the theater, Passenger Fifty Seven. <laughs> I remember. Bet I'm black. <laughs> we we talked about that movie for like two hours after we're going to see it. Like, oh, that was so sick. Oh, did you see how he killed that last bad guy? You know, he got me. When I wasn't allowed to listen to to hip hop, he snuck me a cassette of Dr. Dre's The Chronic when that came out. And I had to like listen to it in secret in my room. <laughs> That's one of my favorite little kid Kevin Crap stories. Getting the and chronic. Then, and your father, yeah, and your father being like, "All right, don't tell your mom I got you this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got me into a whole bunch of music. You know, he got me into Sabbath. He got me into Van Halen. Um, you know, hip hop and stuff. So it's, I have a it's, young father too, and I feel like that's like the best thing that they're for is like our culture tastes pretty on point because of <laughs> our young parents. Yeah, but it's it's weird. It's weird just thinking about you know the worst that could happen, and you tr- and trying to stay positive and trying to stay optimistic, and it's tough. But um. Yeah, I just wanted to get everybody up to speed on that. Um, in case, you know, things can turn on a dime and I'm on the next flight out of here. Well, like Jeff and I have been telling you over the last week, every time you've, you know, discussed it with us, whatever you need, we've we've got your back. You know, him there on the West Coast, me here on the East. I am not that far and my work schedule uh is flexible enough that i can be wherever you need me to be um and if the puminati's got any kind of problem with it i've got two words for them oh geez shuddy (laughs) and now they'll have to watch youtube the youtube video and get the numbers up to figure out what that was Now, I, I believe the Puminati will be chill about it. I mean, yeah. how could they not be? It's such a it's it's such a gut punch, buddy. And yeah, we're all here for you. Obviously. Kevin's the one that uses usually pulls us out into something. I was trying to 
Yeah. I was trying yeah. to do that and it didn't really, <laughs> I didn't um, land the plane very well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you obviously need time off, gotta spend time with the family. No worries. Puminati won't care either. And if you need anything on my end, whether it be a ride to the airport or just someone to hang out with, shoot the shit and try to tell jokes and not think about all this stuff uh, with holler at me. Um, I know it's a bummer, but you know, got to hope for the best and we'll see what happens type thing, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, don't know exactly how to transition out of that one, but let's, (laughs) why don't we try? Why don't we try? Wait, what? Uh, where the fuck did someone fuck with this fucking voicemails? Yay! There we go. Let's put the pressure on the Puminati to dig us out of that one. I watch it just be just like a series of depressing voicemails. <laughs> I can't. Poop and Kathy, if we ever need you to shit, oh it god, would be right now, please, you pooping angel, save us. <laughs> please shit right in our ear holes. Okay, I think this is uh, uh be another where we left off. Sucking a wiener button. Uh, um, yeah. I no, don't know how I managed to get this fucking high already. I do. You, you just inhaled a, a sleeping bag full of weed vapors. I, it's not the big one. It's a normal size one. But I may have done two back to back. So, guess you answered your own question. All right, let's see what this human has to say. And God damn it, you better be funny. No pressure. I believe this is Mad Science Party Hour. <laughs> uh, my name's Ken. I'm calling from Canada. Funny, uh, I had a couple questions for you. Uh, first one, I wanted to know if you've ever had a poop facial splashback. Uh, this is when you are taking a poop. Okay, I will say this. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you're already starting off uh, on a strong note. <laughs> poop, and you're looking at the reflection of your poop in the water between your legs while sitting on the toilet. You- okay, has anybody ever spread their legs on the toilet while they're taking a shit and looked at the water so they could see their butthole's reflection? <laughs> no, and I think I've always been too fat for this move. I don't think, <laughs> enough, I don't think there's ever been enough space where I can see a reflection. Hey, I want to see my asshole pooping. Cheech, grab me a mirror. <laughs> Watch the poop come out in the reflection, and when it hits the water, it makes a little explosion, and droplets of water fly between your legs and into your face. This guy's insane. That's a poop splashback facial. And I also wondered if you guys have ever had a poop that was so large and so fast coming out of your butt that it almost put your butthole into shock. (laughs) This is when you take a large poop, super fast, and like in a porn where there's anal being done, your butt is left open. The size of the poop that came out. And it's just stuck that way for a minute. And okay, the I don't... universe literally okay. was like, you know what, Kevin, you need something. We got you. We got you. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy is just completely just pun intended talking out of his ass. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
<laughs> like, I don't think I've ever like checked my ass after taking a shit. But, but see, this goes, this all goes back to him watching the reflection. So he's down there to know that. Yeah, he's and he also that's how has he like, knows that his butthole is still wide open after it. Apparently, his butthole has facial expressions. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if I can speak for you guys, but I don't, I think I can say Probably with a hundred percent certainty, I've never had my ass gape from a poop. Never. I mean, again, I, I can't see it. That's the thing. But we've talked about like pooping and like it being sore like your butthole being sore kind of burning afterwards I, yeah. i'm assuming that's what he's talking about but he's i always using i always wipe my Canadian ass in ways of putting it i wipe my ass after i poop and i've never been like wiping him like whoa whoops fell right in i don't know that he means i think he means since he's staring at it he does see that it doesn't snap back right away maybe I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I, maybe I shouldn't be. <laughs> he but maybe, a little maybe just fatigue. maybe because he's got his face down there watching the the reflection. <laughs> he sees that it, you know, it takes a minute for it to go back to normal. I wonder if he ever like grabs the bottom of the toilet bowl to kind of pull himself closer to the reflection so he can get a better look. Or if he like has a magnifying glass that sits next to the toilet. Like, so I really... am imagining him with like the sides of his, like his temples resting on his thighs. Yeah. Just cheering like, it on. on. Like poop, 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 poop. You know, like what makes his face me feel... all the way down there. <laughs> you know what makes me feel bad is this guy. This guy definitely gets more pussy than I do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It still feels like you have to poop, but you know it all came out because it was huge. You guys ever had either of these happen? No. I'm sure no. you've had the butt shock, but... Nope. The poop splash? Nope. I, I, I flashback facial? I didn't know if you ever had that. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. I love listening to you. I'm a mailman. You make my days go easy. Have a good one. Awesome. He, he coined, like... Two or three new poop phrases. <laughs> poop splashback facial. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's Man. and it's pretty literal. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Good uh, lord. All right. Well. Is his name Kevin too? I couldn't tell if he said Kevin or Ken. What does the Google Translate thing say? Ken, but oh, there it is. <laughs> well, uh-oh. I mean, th- pot twist. We've we've heard Google Translate be wrong before, so who let's knows? Go, let's give him Ken. Let's okay. make him Ken. All right, Poop Canada and, Ken. Poop in Canada, Canada Ken. Canada. Mm, no, yeah. trying too hard. Let's leave it at Canada Ken. All right, here. Uh, no pressure on this next person, but good luck. Yeah. yeah, following Canada can. You better voicemail with just your asshole. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Tilda Swinton. My good friend, Mike Hopkins, over at Amazon, said you, Kevin Kraft, would be a great fit for a body double for any topless scenes in a new film I'm working on with him, but a lesbian gymnast in the 1940s. <laughs> if you could, please reach out to me and my people about this film. Good day. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't want to. I don't want to slander my twin Tilda Swinton, but I don't think it would be a good fit at this point. My tits are way too big to double for Tilda. You've been you've been dieting a lot recently. I no, thought, right? No, no, <laughs> no. It's falling I've, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, myself what and Rem, 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 you better be that. careful. Yeah, Rem Rem. I, you don't think she's she might not be against that right now and to your face, but once you get to a certain weight. She keeps telling me that I'm crazy. I think I'm a fat piece of shit. I think I'm disgusting. And <laughs> Well, she... I mean, when you put it that way, Kevin, that does sound a little bit like body dysmorphia. You're, you're in no way. You're still the skinniest of the three of us. Yeah, you but didn't sell yourself on Bumble that way, did you? <laughs> if, I, if I didn't have salami tits, it would look way better. But everything I eat goes straight to my nipples. They're like the... They're like the 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 turkey timer of when I've officially let myself go. Are we making sure that it's fat and not big nipple syndrome? Milk. Well, no. See, it's a fine line to walk because I'm also in the same boat. But we are becoming men of a certain age, and maybe it's you have menopause. Menopause. It's a. it's a low testosterone, high estrogen issue and not abort. This is not a topic that I want to, <laughs> I want to cover. <laughs> I was told that soy milk has estrogen and I just fucking threw it all in the garbage. This is seven years ago and I stopped drinking soy milk as a healthy alternative. I do not like estrogen talk or low T talk. Kevin shot your guys' tea is great where it's at well but i mean if kevin and rent rent are really considering having children to name them danger in the middle uh he's get, needs to make sure he doesn't have low t how many fucking heavy topics are we going to discuss let's talk <laughs> let's get back to blowback poop facial yeah god forbid i have a kid and then he tries breastfeeding on my saggy witch tits because he thinks i'm i'm mom yeah let's abort okay here's another voicemail Mad Scientist Party Hour. What's up, my dude? Uh, Kevin, question for you. This is regarding the Alex Baldwin incident, so far I haven't oh, heard Jesus. anybody mention the poor bastard that wrote the screenplay. Can you imagine, one of your screenplays finally gets picked up, Alex Baldwin is going to be the star. And then he shoots somebody dead on the set. Fucking hell. Anyway. Just thought of that while I was hearing the coverage and thinking, huh, that sounds like something that probably would happen to Kevin. Anyway, love the show, guys. <laughs> Keep up the good work. There he goes. There, yeah. he landed it. I mean, yeah, that whole fucking thing is just god-awful. I mean, could you imagine? I know some some people were, like, stoked and, and like, gleefully dunking on him because Alec Baldwin has different political views than him. But, like, could you imagine that if you just... Obviously, it's a it's an accident if you're giving given a fucking live gun on a set that's supposed to be a prop gun in a blank, and then you are the one who fires the bullet that kills somebody. Like obviously, it's a just awful, awful, awful mistake and fuck up. But that is that is life changing guilt for the rest of your days. Like I can only imagine. Like the the supposedly the guy that um, pulled the trigger on the prop gun that killed brandon lee during the crow just retired and was like 
yeah, that that's it. That's it for me. For sure. I mean, I'd assume. Not actually, I'm not going to assume, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if Alec Baldwin didn't act again. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. I don't know how. You, I mean, you're not. You guys, a fucking actor, right? I mean, it's the softest occupation there is. One of the softer occupations, like dealing with like bloodshed and murder. That's not like that's not an actor. That's not what they do. You know, like I, I, I would imagine this would kind of be the end of his career, but I don't know. I mean, that just everybody involved. That's just nightmare fuel for everybody. I mean, obviously the woman that lost her life in a family got it the worst. It's probably going to be life changing trauma for Alec Baldwin. And then everybody else that was on the set that witnessed it, that's fucking horrifying. And you know, it's low down on the list, but obviously people are going to be, their livelihood's going to be affected by that. Not everybody that works on a film set is getting paid buckets of money. There's a lot of people that just, I mean, when I was, I had a very, very brief stint working in TV, and I was bottom of the barrel bitch boy just getting stuff. And I was talking to other people, like people that were producers on the show, and they're like, yeah, this is a really rough life because you do kind of live paycheck to paycheck, and you work on a TV show for like three months, the season's done, and then you have to find a new gig. Like multiple times a year, you're just applying for new jobs over and over and over. And at any moment, your livelihood could just, you know, disappear. Like you just hit a dry spell and you're not finding any work, you're fucked. So, yeah, I mean, just all around, that, that really sucks ass. Has it become, is that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that why it's like super important to become like join a union? Doesn't that guarantee you, know you work? I can't even pretend to know how it all works. <laughs> I had we should such unionize. A I had Come such on, a short three. stint. Meet, I'll do a podcast a union. union. Yeah, a sort of union, guys. I, I hear Leonard the Weed Pickle right now lawyering up. Yeah, we need to get the bar stool. Well, as long as it's not Hoopstachio. Their uh. fucking podcasts are worth more money. We just need to get high-valuable people or... Uh, highly profitable podcasters into our union and then they'll raise the money that we make. That's how it works with the NBA and the NFL, at least, you know, LeBron James raises everyone else's salary. Yeah. I like how this guy was thinking like, <laughs> like putting himself in the screenwriter's shoes. Like, all right, so are they still going to make my movie or <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it sucks. For well, I mean, at this wolf, point, what the screenwriter's already been paid for the, at least been paid for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's been financially compensated for sure. However, like it's not a good look on the resume, right? It's like, what, wait, what movie did you do? Well, oh, I wrote it Rust. It didn't come out actually, yeah. but it was, it was at the finish line. Uh, I mean, you take that whole fucking horrible situation out of it as somebody who's desperately trying to sell a screenplay and break through into that industry and, I mean, at some point, yeah, you want money, but I would suck someone's fucking bunghole off just to get one of my scripts made, just to be able to see it on the screen. Right. At least the first one, that would be payment enough. Yeah, go to the theater, see your name in the credits. Like that's what yeah. you know. That's half the that's half the fun there, and then you start, you know, wanting to make money for property and legacy and all that other shit. But yeah. The first, <laughs> at the same point, it is a conversation starter, right? Oh shit, you did that movie? 
yikes, bro. You know? So I don't know. That was an interesting voicemail, though. Hey, um, there are more voicemails, but um, out of nowhere, I'm on the brink of shitting my pants. <laughs> so, Shuddy Boy, would you mind handling some business while I'm gone? No, not at all. Mad Scientist Party Hour. Breaking news with Shuddy Boy. have the final msph wrestling x announcement maybe it's the final it's wrestling and it's number three so we'll say maybe it's the final i shouldn't have said that with such confidence because i'm not completely positive um it is saturday december 4th at 8 p.m eastern on dom's twitch channel www.twitch.tv slash dom v311 um the, are we doing zoom this year yes or this this event um sorry i got a work message and got derailed um we have announcing for the we have a seal cage match for the msph canadian championship first to climb out of the cage is the winner it is Bucci's versus T-Bone versus Bill Jackson Jr. Jr. Bill Jackson Jr. versus Bonesy. There's at least one non-Canadian in there. Although T-Bone technically is in Buffalo, so it's damn near Canada. I wonder why. Yeah, so then Bill Jackson is uh, not Canadian. He's not? He's not. All right, cool. Hopefully one of the Americans can take the Canadian belt. That's what that's what the belt that they're fighting for, right? The MSPH Canadian belt for the yes, the that is correct. Okay. Right, correct. Cool. You sure are correct. It's weird doing this without Kevin. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in the middle of a he's shit. Pooping. He's pooping. How, how long do you think it'll take him to come back? Because usually it I feel like he doesn't even like really sit down. He just fires it and then runs back. He really is quick. I don't know how he does it. I don't think he wipes. What's yeah, the next, it must be. What's the next match on the card? I think Dom said there's like 10. Uh, the, uh, I only have one more. Uh, oh, oh, there's another. It does say in the email that there's another. The final announcement is next week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. Um. <laughs> so the third of four announcements, perhaps. Correct. Um, it is in Anything Goes. 15-minute Iron Man match for the MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. Whoever gets the most pinfalls uh, within uh, 15 minutes wins. And we are introducing ARTW, a real true warrior, versus the champion, the dragon, Jeff Clark. Oh, man, I can't wait to fuck up Art and his wrestling alter ego. Hopefully, I have two bitches coming out to the ring with me. I'm I'm trying to discuss that with management. I got the goat and hopefully little mama, but we'll see. I'm trying to go for 10 straight victories in MSPH. I'm training. I ran a f- four miles before the podcast. I can't fucking wait. I love these events, dude. I love these events. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, 
and the tag team championship match and the Royal Rumble participants will be revealed next week. The card is stacked with over 10 matches and is shaping up to be the biggest MSPH wrestling event yet. I was so fucking <clears throat> drunk at the last one. Were you? Yeah, I, I somewhat held it together, but I ended up puking later that night. And like, <laughs> oh my God. Fucking, fucking passing out in my bed, just shit roasted. I looked like that guy. Did you guys see the, there was a dude uh, at a basketball game this weekend sitting courtside that threw up all over the court and they had no. to have a 10 minute delay. It was kind of, he got so wasted. He just, just puked all over the front of himself and on the court. And I, I have three screens, right? And that was like one of the games that I was betting on. And it was like in this weird break and they were just like, had like all these weird like camera shots of like the crowd of the of the basketball players but no one was playing so it was like one of the it felt like one of those situations where there was like a streaker on the court like there was something clearly irregular happening and i couldn't figure it out and then i guess on twitter uh barstool posted that just some guy just puking all over the front of himself and he's literally courtside that almost happened to me in the last msph wrestling zoom like, <laughs> oh my god i was fucking wasted <laughs> So the guy, it was confirmed that the guy was wasted and not like, oh yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, he was drunk as fuck. Yeah, I wonder if you get like your courtside um, privileges revoked if you barf all over the place because you're so wasted. I don't know. It's tough. It's obviously situation by situation. They were playing at the Sacramento Kings, or it was a Sacramento Kings game. Like, it's not the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, if if the Los Angeles Lakers guy in the front row gets his seats revoked, someone will buy them that night for however yeah. much money. You know what I mean? Sacramento Kings, they don't turn tickets around that fast. So maybe like he was just a really, really, really rich guy's child and they'll figure it out. Plus it's like, I don't know if he wasn't belligerent, if he was just really that drunk, I don't, I don't know. Maybe give him a pass. <laughs> That's super embarrassing. Though. Like straight up. Like the, the game was straight up like on hold for like 10, 15 minutes. It's like, what the fuck is to, happening? To clean up the vomit? Yeah, the guy puked all like all over himself and then just like eventually leaned over so he puked on the floor. And he's like, I mean, he's literally the court side seat. So like his puke like got onto the court. <laughs> Man, that that just for some reason reminds me of this time when uh I was partying with our friend Anthony one time in Jersey and he brought this guy that looked like wimpy from Popeye. And the guy was like, I will gladly pay you on Tuesday for a cheeseburger today. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know this guy? No. Look up, look up wimpy Popeye, wimpy from Popeye. Yeah. I'm looking him up now. I don't remember this guy. So he looked just like this fucking guy. And he was like just progressively getting more and more drunk to the point where he had to plop his ass down on a recliner and just sit back. And I look over and he's just like, like not even like, like doing the hunch over like dry heave thing. He's open his mouth and just pour it out. His mouth just opens and vomit pouring out all over him, running down his shirt. All, all over his lap, all over the chair, and he's just sitting there, and the expression on his face was just deadpan. He was just like, barf. It was fucking hysterical. The fact that he looked like Wimpy made it so much better. 
<laughs> is he like still in like your crew of friends? Like, is he still? Oh, I mean, that was the first and last time I ever saw that guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he didn't make a strong first impression. Uh, let's get one or two more voicemails and then we can move on. Let's see what this human says. Oh, I see. Uh oh. You bitches is stupid. Stupid. Oh god. Oh god. December fourth. I'm a power bomb your ass, cool beans. Oh god. Oh, oh. god. This is the trillion dollar man. I'm getting a promo cut on me right now. I'm gonna ram my eleven trillion dollars up your ass and then shit a car salad on your ass. Oh god. Oh god. Not bad. Not bad. He's gonna shove eleven trillion dollars up my ass and then barf a cob salad on me. I think that's what he said. <laughs> all right. Sounds right. Way to work it, in all uh, the material. It fits right after the MSPH wrestling announcement. Oh, yeah. I I missed all of that because of my violent pooping. Did you get any poop blowback facial? What, no. what is that called again? I tried to look, and that guy must have a bigger bowl than me because I could not see my asshole. I might need a flashlight. Maybe if I had a flashlight. Is that what took so fucking long? No, it was just right when I sat down, a whole bunch of poop came out, and then my stomach felt like there was still more poop, but it never came. So it was just like, all right, that's that's a that's a problem for later. <laughs> all right, let's do one more voicemail. I wish you, I wish would, you step would step back, back from the from ledge, ledge, my friend. My you could. <laughs> you Cut ties with all, with all the lies, lies that you've been living in. So that's don't and die. If, if you, you do not want to see me again, again I would. Is this Eve Six? No, this is Third Eye Blind. Matchbox Twenty. One of those. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Two doors down. I sing, I over, sing over a secret plane. Oh, Jesus Christ. What the hell's going on now? Is it the same song? Do you think they're like you... faces are next to each other? Like like uh, Steven Tyler and Joe Perry? Yeah. And the no, mic, they did it over the computer over like they did the last multiple Oh yeah, that's right. people voicemail. I prefer the way that I thought about it. They're just like face to face on the voicemail. Like, all right, let's sing. Let's get in unison. Well, that was a beautiful song, lads. I mean, there's like oh, 20 man. seconds left if you want to hear it. Or did you get the gist? No, that covers it. I think Okay. that was beautiful. Thanks, guys. Yep. Much appreciated. Voicemail's on fire today. Thank you, guys. It's really going to kill me. Who sings that song? It is. I think it's either Third Eye Blind or... It's Third Eye Blind. It's Jumper. Yeah, right? thank you. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah jumper. Right. That's thank third you. eye blind. I always so when I was in middle school <clears throat> and high school, I had a friend who's she had a cat named Jumper. And then that song came out and I'm like, all I could think about was those guys serenading her cat. <laughs> <laughs> Made that song very silly to me. Um hey, did you guys watch anything? I I watched one episode of Cowboy Bebop, and we could talk about that since I know you watch it. I just want to do this one real quick. You have Paramount Plus, right? I do. I signed up for a free year because I have T-Mobile. 
Have you seen Mayor of Kingstown yet? No, that's the Jeremy Renner show, though, right? Yeah, yeah. With what's his face, uh, Kyle, Kyle Chandler, I think his name is. Yeah, that's a guy. Kyle Chandler's in it. Um, yeah, that's his name, and I don't know who else is in it. Diane West, who is a face that I recognize, but I didn't know her name until hey, I just read it. Do you mean Diane Weist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there is a yeah Diane Weist. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyways, I've only watched the first. Is she a episode. mammal? Oh my god! Yes. Well, we're not, we're not to, gonna do that again. Oh yes, we are. The fuck is a mammal? <laughs> <laughs> if anybody is wondering where this drop came from, the fuck is a mammal? You have to sign up for Patreon because Jesus Christ, we just do you know we bullshit a little bit on there. If for anybody who's never heard one of our Patreon shows. And then we do <laughs> shuddy how lower brow than this. Yeah. And we do shuddy boys fucking news and shuddy boy just did a news story that somehow spawned this. The fuck is a mammal? And then we played a game with Jeff. Is this a mammal? And you're welcome. It is some of the finest podcasting we've ever done. Uh, I, I highly recommend you check it out. Patreon.com slash mad. Well, worth are. the subscription of $5. Oh my God. Easily. I think I got a couple of them, right? I mean, for it just so somehow worked out that episode 200 of our Patreon that we recorded last week was one of, if not the most epic Patreon show we ever did. Um, oh, my God. It's because I'm retarded when it comes to animals. We all knew that already. The fuck is a mammal? It just, it just further it was highlighted last week in episode 200. What's the but suck, yeah, Dylan? Subscribe to Patreon. Anyways, Jeff is always I asking want... the hard hitting questions of life. What was the suck, Dylan? <laughs> the fuck is a mammal? <laughs> yeah, it's subscribe to our Patreon and we break down those hard hitting topics. <laughs> I learned something. Apparently, mammals they breathe oxygen. <laughs> one uh, one of the qualifying factors. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's my foundation <laughs> of if this person or if this thing is a mammal or not. And Anyways, you know, plants do take in uh, some sort of chemical, so they're <laughs> mammals. So you were saying about say. uh, Paramount Plus? The fuck May- is a mammal? Mayor of Kingstown, sorry. The Probably mammal, mammal the of Kingstown. <laughs> Please watch it, Kevin. I think it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It is so <laughs> bad. It was Whoa. so fucking bad. I Not the response I was expecting. I couldn't believe that Jeremy Renner was in this because he's a pretty good actor. Kyle Chandler's pretty good. Like some of the actors in there weren't aren't terrible, but the writing is so bad. It brings down the acting. Like the story is cringe. Everything about it's cringe. And like I was immediately out. Like I gave it a full, like I gave it a, a, a an actual honest chance. But then the first like the first scene was. Uh, narrated monologue that ended in I am the mayor of Kingstown. And then just immediately I got douche chills. Like, oh, here we go. Like, you can't end the opening monologue with the title of your show. Like, that's well, not a good sign. I have some information here for you, Jeff, that I don't know how it's going to make you feel. So I just looked it up on IMDb to see how bad it is. It currently has an average rating of 7.8 out of 10. It's... No way. No way. I went Please. on I went on the only website that matters to you, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Fuck you. 
<laughs> I'm actually looking at the IMDb right now, and it does say 7.8. Uh, unreal. The audience score for Mayor of Kingstown is 78%. The critics, the average tomato-ometer from critics is 29%. It is rotten from the critics. So, you know, I, I hate siding with those douchebags. I would more much rather be with the populace of the people. But I'm telling you, this was terrible. Kevin, there's you have to watch it. There's a scene. There's a scene. And I'm not I can't even describe it that accurately because it was so fucking stupid. Where Jeremy Renner confronts a, a confidant or someone that he's working with on the streets, right? Who's supposed to be like a thug. And this thug and his homies pull out their guns on Jeremy Renner. And somehow he pulls the gun away from one of their guys, grabs the guy and holds him by gunpoint and then steals another one of their guns. And they're just like all pointing guns at each other, threatening each other, except it's Jeremy Renner versus 15 guys. And he's already stolen multiple guns. Yeah, it's it, you're just watching. It. It's fucking ridiculous. It it's absolutely ridiculous. I will say there is a scene with in a strip club, and all the girls are far too hot for Michigan. They're all like Michigan thirteens. I guess that's <laughs> where the show takes place. That was cool. I saw some titties, but man, it was it was impossibly terrible. And you almost have to watch it now, Kevin, because apparently the the audience is completely against me on this one. That's stunning. I, I couldn't get past the first. I watched the first full episode. It was well, really one of the worst things I've ever seen. I can relate because I know Shuddy Boy is your low watermark for how bad a movie can get still um, The Dead Don't Die. Is that the name of that no, movie? Oh, it's Two Guns. Not Two Guns. What the fuck is... Oh, oh, the one you guys did mean on... Mean Guns. The, mean Guns from What the Fuck Did I Just yeah. Watch? That's the my... Mm-hmm. Which is the the Jim Jarmusch zombie movie? Because I know you despise that too. The dead don't die. The de- okay, so that was the low water mark, and then you saw Mean Guns. Yep. Okay, <laughs> so for me, it's that movie Annette, the Amazon original with it's like a musical with Adam Driver. It got like really good reviews, good audience review, good critic review. I watched that with Rent Rant, and we were laughing hysterically at how horrible it was from start to finish. A Abysmal, one of the most stupid, fucking pointless, insulting, awful, awful, awful movies I've ever seen, and it blew my mind that people were were into it. So, it happens, Jeff. It happens. I, maybe I will say, maybe I had such high hopes for it because I do like Jeremy Renner and uh, Kyle Chandler and like the the. I don't know, just the, the trailer looked like something I would be interested in. So the fact that it was so terrible, so underwhelming, maybe I'm just like overly critical because of which, but I'm very interested in hearing uh, your review on it if you have time to watch it. I know it's tight between family and just it being Thanksgiving week. Also, Thanksgiving, yeah. um, the first post-COVID South Park Paramount Plus um, episode comes out Thanksgiving night. So. Yeah, I saw that it was streaming. Like it's actually going to have an, which doesn't make sense to me. Like uh, it's it's it was like airing, like airing. What are you talking about? You're a streaming service airing. Ugh. Oh, so it it's dropping at a specific time. I and think like, so. 
you have yeah. to watch it and then it doesn't just sit on the cloud it has to it's got to stay stay listed but is that the, the way they were promoting got, it but yeah because i saw i i was when i was in the the hotel this weekend in jersey i i saw i, I just put comedy central on when i was falling asleep and they were run, running ads for it like the paramount plus special and it was like airing on it, it, yeah it, it, their wording confused me it made no sense but i'm sure it'll did still it be up there did it show footage did you see like anything yes. from the actual show does it look cool so it said it was their their post covid special and the clip that they showed was the kids as full grown adults but it's still cartoon obviously yeah <laughs> yeah interesting so i don't know what didn't to make they, about that they had a south park that was live action right didn't they do one episode where it was live action or am i just i think they did have shit? like a 2 minute thing where they had they hired like kid right. actors yeah, yeah. It was just like one episode. tiny part of an episode. I like that their post-COVID special is waiting until the kids are adult to be post-COVID. I yeah. like that. That's clever. Those guys, I tell you. Yeah, well, they're worth close to a billion at this point. Fuck, dude. They just keep signing more and more uh, lucrative contracts for their content. How much money do you think they made off a of Book of Mormon, too? Oh, man. It had to have been a fortune. Just like, off of that alone. It, it was the biggest Broadway show in the recent memory up until Hamilton, I think, right? Yeah. Um, I can't wait. So I, I had a little bit of downtime this weekend and spent a long fucking time in the airport to fly back to L.A. So I had a lot of shit downloaded on my iPad to watch. And I managed to watch the entire series of the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Oh, wow. I'm only one episode through. I so, thought it was pretty cool. Real quick, real quick. I apologize for cutting this. But uh, an article from Forbes from January 14th, 2013, says that Book of Mormon is bringing in $19 million a month. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> So you got to think each of them are seeing at least like three million a month just off of that, right? At least, that seems fair. Right. Yeah. Damn. Jesus Christ, dude. Good for them. I mean, yeah. talk about people that earned it. Yeah, and they never like sold out or really abandoned their original like core ethos or original philosophy. They just still do controversial shit that. They like can sneak through with fucking cartoon characters. Yeah, <laughs> I mean well, they they don't even they sneak it through by putting stuff that's even more like even more offensive in, so right. that that way they're the focus is on that really terrible stuff and the moderately terrible stuff gets ignored because yeah, and like all they're they're playing with house money because. They should have been canceled if they were like a long, long time ago. So now that they can't, it's just like, hey, all right, whatever. I guess, <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, I've been South Park has been around so long that when it first came out, I wasn't allowed to watch it. And I'm almost 40. <laughs> I, I remember like kids talking about it when I was in fifth grade and like everyone being like, you got to see South Park, got to see South Park. And it just, it, I think it was, that was like the first or second season. 
And yeah, just like find I found it when I was in sixth grade. Right. Yeah, I was in fifth grade and yeah, it would be ninety-six. So that math doesn't even really check out. I guess it was the end of fifth grade. <laughs> so I am kind of curious about like your thought. I know you just said you liked the first episode, but Cowboy Bebop, beloved anime series. Um, I got into it way late in the game, but I remember loving it. It's it's kind of like a futuristic, almost cyberpunky uh, bounty hunter show. And each episode is kind of its own thing, although there is a, a thin string of continuity between all the episodes. But and there's, I think there's like a two-parter here and there. But for the most part, each episode is them pursuing a particular bounty, and it was wildly successful. But I, I, I saw something because I was looking it up, and I'm like, why would they only make 26 episodes of this? There is this anime called uh, One Piece. And it's basically like a, a pirate anime. It just this past week put out its thousandth, one thousand episodes of that show exist. And Cowboy Bebop, a beloved show, made 26 episodes. And I saw that when it premiered, it was, you know, wildly, hugely successful and stuff. But Japan was going through a really weird, violent time. And the show is kind of violent. So they felt weird continuing it. So they just stopped making the show. So and they, why don't they go back to it? Well, they did eventually put out a movie. I, I don't know what year it came out. And I haven't seen it because it's it's kind of hard to find. It's not streaming anywhere. Uh, and I, I think the American Blu-ray discs are out of print. So if you want to find a copy of it, they're super expensive. And then they have... Region B copies available for cheap, but it's tricky to get a Region B disc to play on an an American player. So I still haven't seen that. I know that it the the animated movie takes place somewhere in the middle of the series. It's not like a continuation after the twenty sixth episode. They like wedged it in somewhere in the middle. But I do really want to see that. I hear it's good. I I love the anime. The anime is great when they've been teasing these these little things about Cowboy Bebop, like when they put out the first set pictures of, of John Cho in costume as Spike Spiegel, I was like, oh, oh my God, that looks fucking awesome. He looks fucking great. This is this is incredible. People were bummed out about the the version of Faye Valentine, the, the woman in the show, because in the cartoon, she's very scantily clad and has comically oversized hooters that are spilling out of every outfit she wears. And this woman isn't, you know, a barely naked sex kitten prancing around on screen. So all the fucking incels were pissed off about that. I'm pissed too. <laughs> yeah, now see, that you're telling me there's the incels. News. There's the reaction from the incels. Now you're t- now you're telling me what I should have expected or <laughs> I could have gotten. I'm very I'm very pissed off. And it got bad reviews. The critics didn't like it. I know. Anime enthusiasts are all fucking pissed off and screaming about this and screaming about that, screaming that it's it's too similar, and then people are screaming about the things that they changed. So anytime you take a beloved property like that, especially anime, and try to make it live action, it's a major, major uphill battle. I'm at the, the this point in my life where I'm not actively seeking things to piss me off. I try to go into stuff with an open mind. And as somebody who loved the anime... I fucking I enjoyed this. I thought the series was cool. The special effects look great. 
the every time they're out in outer space, there's really cool shots. I like the style of it. There's stuff that's different. There's stuff that's the same. Not everything works, but I'd say a majority of it does. And if you go into it with an open mind or like Jeff, having never seen the anime, I think it's a really fun show. There's there There is some stuff at the end that they changed that was completely out of nowhere. And I get what people who are fans of the original anime didn't like about the end that they, they changed. But I don't know. I, I'm not looking to shit on an entire 10 episodes over one thing that they got wrong towards the end. I think I'm in a better position to watch it. And she, me and Shuddy were talking about this earlier because Shuddy doesn't have much interest, so he didn't watch it. Maybe after the review, he'll be into it, but he's not familiar with like the source material. So that's why he, you know, he wasn't eager to see it. But like, I think me not being familiar with the source material, I don't have anything to like, you know, I don't have anything to have a bias against or have any reason to like, I don't know, want something or, or want one thing or wish that they did one thing or not the other. I guess now that I'm finding out that the, the female character is supposed to have huge voluptuous tits that are popping out of her, her clothes. I wish they had that, but otherwise, I don't know. I, it just, it felt like a lot of fun. The action was cool. Grand, I'm only one episode in. I, this is an odd like thing, uh, red flag that I have or not red flag, but issue that I would raise. I feel like the, there's too much music playing over the action. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like they could lower the audio and I don't know, less like goofy <laughs> Japanese, like action music while they're fighting. But otherwise well, I thought it was cool. That's a big part of the, the anime. Cause it, it has a bit of a, a noir vibe to it. And the, the series is big on, on jazz. So the, the opening credits and the end credits use the original songs from the anime. Yeah. And the, I mean, it was a cool, like, jazz tune. Yeah. So the, the anime had tons of jazz going through the episodes, and the TV show's the same way. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I thought the action, the graphics are cool. What's his face? John, John Cho, right? Yeah. He was good. I mean, it was weird seeing him as an action star. Like, I... Every time I see that guy, the only the first thing that I think of is like, dude, that's the MILF. He's MILF from American yeah. Pie. The guy that coined MILF. The first person to ever say MILF on screen, I think. Did he? Okay. Did he create it? Or I had to well, no, writer. the writers. The writer. Okay, for yeah. sure. But he was the first person to say it on. Is that on whose mic right? is doing that? That might be mine. I apologize. That was me. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's the, and whenever I see him, that's the, I just think of American Pie, but he has like this fucking huge career outside of that, obviously. And this, I, I don't know, I, I, notwithstanding what the critics or the fans, how they react to it, but this feels like a smash hit, or at least it, it's definitely going to like bump him up a tier in the acting world. Maybe I'm tripping. I hope so. And I hope they make more episodes. I hope the bitter fanboys don't derail this because I had a blast watching it. I think it was cool as shit. And yeah, of course, they didn't nail every single detail perfectly, but I feel like people are so charged up to just hate things. It's you're still cool if you like stuff. You can enjoy things. You can you can you can take happiness out of life and you're you're still cool. <laughs> yeah, I know it's fun being edgy and shitting on things. Hey, I do it all the time. But just smile every now and then. Yeah, as somebody oh, who's been on both sides of the coin, 
I actually enjoy my existence better when I go into when I search for things to like and not things to hate. Yeah, I, although I do run angry usually, so I, I do understand <laughs> the other side. Kevin, I want to see you either not like debate, but just get into a conversation with someone who feels differently than you, but has also seen Cowboy Bebop. I've seen because- it. Like I, I looked online to, to like look at because Faye Valentine was trending on Twitter, and I'm like, oh boy, what are people saying? And I, I get some of some of people's arguments. It's not just that she doesn't have big floppy hooters spilling small. out. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, there is an episode where she shows up and, and meets Jet and Spike in like a diner or something, and she's wearing this ball gown. And she doesn't really flash them around, and it's not really all that important, but that actress is, is pretty stacked. Like, I gotta she's... I look her up now. I don't know. I think she's... A fucking babe. Daniela Pineda. Yeah, I'm definitely into Oakland, her. I think California. she's fucking hot. Uh, but yeah. She is a missile. I will say, Cowboy Bebop, um, the anime is a fucking masterpiece. It's a classic. It's hard to hold the candle to that. Don't expect a masterpiece. Expect to have fun. And I think you will. It's a it's It's an easy 3.75 dicker for me. And I think I'll probably rewatch it again on my TV and not on a tiny little iPad in an airport. Um, but I did watch a couple movies, and I'll do a quick one because Shuddy Boy o- already hit it, and I still have 20 minutes left. I was trying to finish it before we started recording the show, but I uh, ran out of time. But I've been watching The Harder They Fall. Oh, with Idris Elba. Yeah, I'm almost done with it, and yeah, that... Fuck that kicks ass. That's awesome. It's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's got there there are moments where the tone and vibe is like a Tarantino movie. Cause like That's the, very much so. The dialogue is very clever and the way it's shot has a lot of style. And I was definitely getting overtones of of Tarantino here and there. Great cast, great action, it's fucking violent, it's funny. It's got a, a an interesting story that hooks you in. I mean, so far I'm at I think I'm at a four dicker with it. Um who knows what can change in the last twenty minutes, but so far, yeah, kicks ass, super fun. I'm with everybody else that liked it. Good. And the new movie I watched, because I really, really wanted to get to the theater somehow and see the new Ghostbusters, which I think is getting shit on by the critics, but I had multiple people reach out to me and say they saw it and absolutely loved it. I almost went with my brothers. Well, my brothers almost went, and I was gonna. I was thinking about going, but um, we end up. They ended up not going, and I was just gonna watch sports. But <laughs> <laughs> there was there was talk in the Clark compound about seeing this movie. So your your review will be uh, passed along if it's a good one. Well, or if it's a bad one. If I can get to it, I'm gonna try and see it tomorrow night. Um, right. But I well, did. You know. I downloaded off of HBO Max King Richard. I saw some people on Twitter say that it was pretty good, but I don't respect their movie opinion as much as yours. So did you like this? And and you have really no familiarity with the story, so you're no. getting it pretty pretty fresh. Tennis tennis was pretty big in my household, so I just picked stuff up with my when I was when I was little, my dad or my dad, my grandpa 
loved tennis. And anytime tennis was on, Wimbledon, all that shit, he always had it on TV. Even if we were on like a family vacation, he would be inside with the TV on watching Wimbledon or whatever the big tennis matches are. So throughout my life, you know, I played I played tennis growing up, which would probably sur- surprise anybody who's ever seen me run. For sure. <laughs> I was halfway decent. I enjoyed playing tennis, but I never I never watched it. I never got into sports. I liked the little bit of playing them that I did more than watching other people do it. Tennis is a no bullshit sport. That is fucking hard. Any of those like single person you're in the arena yourself sports takes like another level of like mental toughness. And this was before I had salami tits and I was a, a child with energy and could run and not get winded. So it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal, but I don't know, I I clearly Back in your athletic prime, we'll say. I'm aware of the the Williams sisters, but yeah. not knowing anything about their story or, you know, I don't know anything about any tennis player. So I didn't really have too much interest in seeing this, but since I couldn't really get to the theaters or see anything new. This was the best way I could see a new movie to review for MSPH. And uh, the runtime turned me off when I was looking into it. I'm like, oh, God, it's almost two and a half hours. Please, everybody, tell more fucking concise stories, for the love of God. But I I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. It was really good. It took a little bit of adjustment with Will Smith in character as their dad because he's got a really weird way of talking. Like, he kind of talks like an old Southern guy and then works in 1920s gangsters. Like, I want one of those cheese boigas. Ooh, it fell on the ground on my foot and it hoit. That hoit, that cheese boiga. <laughs> but it's, it's, and it was like, you know, the, like I just said, I wasn't familiar with the story. And half the time I'm watching this and I'm like, man, this motherfucker, what a devoted dad. What a great guy. And then stuff starts happening, and I'm like, oh, you fucking idiot, what are you doing? You're... I mean, spoiler alert, the, the Williams sisters end up being successful. I hope that doesn't ruin the movie for anybody. No, I knew that. But you're watching this movie, and you're like, how the fuck did these two girls make it with this jerk-off gumming up the works and fucking everything up? Like, people are throwing them offers, and he's like, no, I'd rather have a cheese boiga. Like, What? <laughs> No! Yeah. Stop it! Yeah, yeah. Stop! Yeah, it's an interesting story because he's like both like their biggest like I don't know the, 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 uh, one of the major reasons why they became so successful and him driving them and like raising them in a house of tennis whatever the fuck that means obviously is huge to their career but he also like slowed down their career at spots with just like yeah awkwardness like really kind of just I don't know this is how he was this is what you get it blew my mind because, as everybody knows, to get to that level in any field, skill alone will not take you there. You also need luck. Yeah. And this motherfucker gumming up the works like that, I couldn't believe myself. Like, half the time I wanted to strangle him and half the time I'm like, man, what a fucking G. Because he is, like, he's not, you know, what I hear, you know, like Tiger Woods' dad to be. Just overbearing and just... Sun up to sun down, hit fucking balls, hit fucking balls. No time to play, no no rest, uh, no being a kid. And he was very insistent that this is fun. You guys are going to be the best. You're going to be the goats. You'll be the best to ever do it. You're going to be mega millionaires. But you're going to have fun. 
you're going to focus on your schoolwork and you're going to be kids. And there were parts where he was just like, you know what? I'm getting a little skeeved out by all this shit. Fuck practicing. We're going to Disney. You're going to be kids for a day. And it was it was cool seeing that. I I don't give two shits about tennis. I did not expect to like this, but I got really into it. I thought it I thought it was good. The the acting was great. The the kids they got to play the the Williams sisters were awesome. The had really touching moments and Will Smith fucking killed it. It's a four dicker. I know it's Does Will Smith get an Oscar nom for this movie. I could see it. I don't know if he will, but if it happened, I would not be surprised at all. He was fucking good. Nice. Dude, I love Will Smith. I want Will Smith to make a comeback. You should watch it, man. It's good. I should. I might check it out because I'm not going to leave in my house this weekend. For somebody who doesn't give a flying fuck about sports, sports biopics, it was awesome. I mean, yeah, that that review goes a long way. I'm interested. And the, the Richard Williams story is very interesting in and of itself, just because of like how successful his kids were like Venus Williams was like on her way to becoming the greatest tennis player ever. And then she had this little sister, Serena. and was like, Oh yeah, Serena's awesome too. And then just one day, like Serena just passed her and Serena Williams is widely considered the greatest woman athlete ever. And it's also kind of hysterical <laughs> and also incredibly weird that he was just like, you know what? I have a business idea. Hey, wifey, I'm going to cream pie you a couple of more times because trust me. Trust me on this, but we need two more kids for this. For this plan to work, we need two more kids. Like, he just had them as a business investment. Yeah. And he, he like says it in the movie. Well what DNA he must have because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't had I couldn't shoot too low. Yeah, could you imagine betting on yourself that strongly? Not even yourself and your on your cum. Like like wait wait until you see what my sperm do. Yeah, if do. you're like, you know what? Golfers are really killing it. I think I feel like golfers make a lot of money. Let's let's get some some cream pie sessions in and make a couple more babies and we're gonna raise them to be professional golfers. I oh, mean, for sure. Why hasn't anybody else thought of this? Yes, fill me up, sir. <laughs> uh, did you guys see anything? Well, to pivot off of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cream pies. Hey, speaking of cream pies. Uh, we watched in its entirety Tiger King season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no interest in watching it, but I am interested in hearing your thoughts. You have to watch it. <laughs> For real. Wow. Is it that good? It's. I'm so Tiger so King'd it's, out. It's part Tiger King, part don't fuck with cats, part sideshow. It is nuts. It's it's more nuts than the first season. So I um Wow. That, yeah, that's kind of crazy. The care I I was just thinking about don't fuck with cats the other day, and that might be the still the best documentary that Netflix has put out. Because there so is, good. have you seen that yet, Kevin? I can't. Why? It'll fuck me up. All right. Well, I don't know. It's really good. People being anyway, mean to good. animals is 
It's, for some reason, I, I just I can't take it, and I'll get filled with murderous rage. That is just one such a small part of that docuseries from what I remember. Right, yeah. It's, it's more about they saw him being mean to cats or hurt it, being cruel to cats. Like beating them and, and drowning them, right? And turned on him and made sure to double down their efforts on stopping his murder spree. Yeah, like all the douche shows that you got from the Elisa Lamb West Web Sleuth stories and all those characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the complete opposite of these guys. They're actually like, they actually did sick, sick work. It's like, fuck, dude. Like how they invest, like just. But there's know, they, one of those internet. So Tiger King season two made me salty at some things like. Like this fucking podcaster that looks like just a big fucking doofus that's making enough money to have a mansion in Oklahoma that he calls the sausage castle. What? Wait, so he's getting that many chicks? Is that why he calls it the sausage castle? It's uh, apparently, I mean, it's got video games, stripper poles, just guns everywhere. It's fucking. That's sweet. Oh, it's because. Yeah, it's it's the sausage castle because no chick wants to go in there. Uh, and then this Guns, fucking internet sleuth, Dick Bing Boing, that they're that's trying to help Don Lewis's family get Carol ba- get Carol Baskin. Everybody in this is. is is trying to be so outlandish to get their 15 minutes of fame like that. See, that would piss me off. Just like watching the entertaining part about this. Hmm. I mean, is there any new information? Does Carol Baskin look guiltier in killing down? Well, they go in. Yes. Yes. Because. She's not in this at all. Yeah, so they she's use, trying to sue Netflix over it. Yeah, because they use clips of her from season one. Oh. And uh, apparently she does videos of her daily journal entries. I can't believe it's anybody like gives a fuck about that. That's so fine, what, right? So well, the, she says things in them that absolutely incriminate her, seem to incriminate her in the disappearance of Don Lewis. <laughs> okay, uh, I like that. And they do. There is more. Like two episodes. It's it's short. I think it's six episode, five or six episodes long. Yeah, and two episodes are devoted to Don Lewis. Uh, apparently, which this is funny because I feel like if things would have gone differently, we would have heard about it, but apparently there were free Joe. There were people there petitioning the president for a pardon for Joe exotic on January 6th at the stop the steel rally. Oh, there were, there was a Joe exotic presence at, the, it was, the riots? They were there holding banners that say, show, it said free Joe Exotic. And you see them. 
get chased out of there by the serious Trumpers and how it's not a place for that. Oh, those fucking bitches. You know, I wasn't mad about that whole story until you just brought that up. God damn it. Um, but then, How dare you? Uh, not to spoil too much, the, you know, then they really focus on Carol going after Jeff Lowe. Okay. And, and what comes from that. And he's just, he is just the scummiest, skeeviest, grossest human. That guy is just. Yeah, he seems like a sleazebag. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff Lowe is not very chill. Isn't he from Long Beach originally? I, I thought he was. Maybe I'm tripping. But uh, yeah, it beats me. It was fun. We we burned through it in two days. We could have done it in one if we didn't start it so late. But it was it was enjoyable. I'd rate it. It's not definitely not as good as the first because sad. You know, Joe Exotic is in prison and couldn't have as much of a much of a presence as he did in in season one. Yeah. Uh, but but it was good. Uh, I'd give it four dicks, four dicks, because it was a light, easy watch. A lot of fun to watch. Super high. How how many episodes were in this uh, Tiger King two? The fuck as is I a said mammal? a few minutes ago, five or six. The fuck is a mammal? Could be five. Could be six. All right, whatever. <laughs> My bad. Uh, um, pulling up the Netflix app right now. We get an official answer. Not your, your fucking glib bullshit answer. All right. Well, while Jeff does that, I will thank the Puminati for listening to yet another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. We truly appreciate you all. If you wouldn't mind sending some positive vibes my family's way, you could definitely use it. Really can't lose my dad. So uh, appreciation and thank yous in advance. Um, if you would like to hear more MSPH, like last week's epic 200th episode of our, our Patreon show. the fuck is a mammal? Seriously. If anyone can, <laughs> has the answer, just fucking text me. Patreon.com slash MadScientistPartyHour. We're going to do another episode right after this. 201. Keep them chugging along. And um, if you would like to see the show, youtube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. You can subscribe, get alerts, like, comment. It all helps us with the algorithm. I'm pretty sure we're right up there with um, Ellis, where we say too many bad words and we're just out of the fucking algorithm. So the only way we're, you're going to find us is if you actively seek us out. But um, we, Do we have to reduce the profanity? Is that really a thing? Yes. Yeah, we have been demonetized on YouTube, The Ellis Show. And Ryan Sickler, who regularly has Jason on as a guest, anytime Ryan Sickler has Joey Diaz or Jason Ellis Show, or J- Jason Ellis on, it, those episodes are demonetized. Because of too much swearing. Yeah, and dirty content. What? You guys? Fucking crazy. But. Well. Anyway, you can also follow us on Instagram. That, uh, I'm at Kevin Craft. Sorry, at Shuddy Boy. Jeff Records. At what's a mammal? 
<laughs> at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to send us some emails, it's simply madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. But if you want to leave us a voicemail, call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep. If you haven't done so, you can really help us out by going to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, subscribing, and leaving us a five-star review. All, all very, very helpful. Check out Bet Slippin', the Bet Slippin' podcast, and you can hear Jeff's lovely voice talk more about sports and bets. I saw some emojis on your Twitter account, Jeff, that suggest maybe you did okay. Yeah, I uh, did really well in the NFL this weekend. Nice. Um, didn't do so well in the NBA, but I predicted the Houston Texans to beat the Tennessee Titans. Wrote that in an article and published it. I was like the biggest upset of last week and one of the biggest upsets of the year. Cashed a pretty nice ticket on that, but holy shit, did I get rear-ended last week by the NBA. <laughs> Either way, though, it is just a daily podcast that I do covering the NBA most days, and I do one uh, one a week for the NFL. We'll be covering March Madness, all the golfing events, you know, all the major sporting events. We, I, so thanks for shouting it out, Kevin. And yeah. uh, hopefully the Puminati will check it out, at least the sports fans in the Puminati. Yeah. While we're talking about sports, have you checked your finest Final Fantasy football team, Kevin? Kevin. I did, you fucking cocksmoker. Can't believe you beat me by like, Two points or whatever. Yeah, without a one, quarterback. 1.7 points with no court, quarterback playing. And somebody Wait, on somebody on my team got zero points. Was there a plane crash in the NFL that I don't know about? Everybody on no, my team okay. is dead. You, no, what happened to that your player got zero points is he didn't play yesterday. That stupid bitch. What, I should get like sympathy points or something. Well, what you did put the Eagles fourth string running back in your starting lineup. I don't know what any of that means. That's some fucking line of spinach shit. I mean, they're really the only way there's nobody even on your bench that would have everybody on my bench died. So instead of John Cho, instead of his stunt double, instead of his nude body double, you put the fourth guy on the marquee. <laughs> not, not a good idea, right? I'm trying to win games. Nope. I, I didn't No, even... but his other choice was Philip Lindsay, who neg- ended up with negative 0.3 points. So Kevin would have lost by even more. <laughs> the, other, <laughs> the other guy ran backwards a couple plays. Yeah, how did he do that? Did he like get a slam dunk for the other team? What negative three rush yards? <laughs> what a yeah. stupid bitch. Well, whatever. He was on the bench. My whole bench died. Everybody has, like, uh, skull and crossbones next to their name. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, Alvin Kamara, if he would have played, would have been a much better choice than Kenneth Gainwell. And you definitely would have won. And I would have been sitting here bitching about how I forgot to put in the correct quarterback uh, and how you beat the shit out of me. Final Fantasy football is fucking bullshit. So God damn winning streak has ended. God damn each and every one hands. of you for making me play this. Dude, I, I pecker smack Dylan the truck driver this weekend. <laughs> I'm up 119 uh, to 63 right now, and I'm projected to still score 150 points, and he's projected to get to 74. So I'm going. I'm probably going to double him, and I've already doubled him. So it was an ass whooping. It was a huge get right spot for me. Um, I still have an outside chance to make the playoffs, but my my season could be pretty much over. Kevin. 
your season is going to be over after this week. Actually. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Just put me out of my fucking misery. Just I'm in fucking, dead last. Shoot me in the face. Just fucking shoot me in the face. Well, not yeah. anymore. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna jump ahead of Kevin. Yeah, because I <laughs> yeah, you just chopped my dick off and beat me to death with it. Now you're right behind me for I'm third to last. Whatever. God, we're in a bounds of getting peckered, smacked by House Scudigera. Yeah, those Scudigeras, you got to watch those things. Rent Run is really kicking ass in this league. Oh, I still another reason. I still demand to know who who changed their team name to Rent Run. Who is this son of a bitch? You guys are really taking advantage of my, my Final Fantasy football ignorance here. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll, All we'll, right. we'll catch you on Patreon. But until next time, eat something. Poverty bing boing plimp. Like, I don't know anything of the Cowboy Bebop source material, so. Me neither, but I just watched it with my brothers last night. What's up, you Cowboy Bing Boings? Not much, buddy. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. I almost accidentally left the meeting. What is this window up for? Oh, boy. Oh, blue. Blue. I uh, had his penis in my mouth earlier today. That's the one you got to start with. That's hey, the button's cool. working. I thought I watched Jeff's mouth move while he said that, so I don't think it was the button. <laughs> oh, I can pull it again and get a double button. Try another one instead. Fuck! I don't know what is happening, but are you guys hearing that? Bzzz? No. Now we are. So, this keeps happening. When it, before I synced up with you guys, just kept going. Like, there's a slow electrical buzz that just keeps fucking building, and I unplug the damn cable, and it gets better for a second, and then it comes back. So is there anything? The is are there wires overlapping that could be causing interference? Um, yeah, all over the place, like usual. It's the only way to get this this whole setup where. You guys can get recorded, we can hear each other, and you can hear sound bites and stuff. There has to be this rat nest fuckwad of a wire pile. Yeah. I don't get how it's so complicated, but this is how you've always done it. So how he's chosen to live his life, if if we want to be honest. Yeah, this is the path you've chosen, Kevin. It's the path of a ninja. A podcast ninja. <laughs> oh man. Here, let's get this fucking thing going. Recording in progress. Oh yeah. Yeah, we know. What's up, Narc? Are they, either one of you guys gonna hit the shops for Black Friday? No. Shuddy is probably Black Friday usually shuddy. Well, I mean, that was the. It was actually Thanksgiving when I would. And after Thanksgiving dinner, I'd go to Target and get the new iPhone. Yeah, that's that's your usual move. But you already but got I, I got it already. So yeah, I I got it 
pretty much right at the, the beginning. <laughs> Does your iPhone's um, internet kind of suck ass? No. Ever since I got this goddamn 13, I feel like 5G sucks my ball sack. Constantly having a hard time loading anything that uses data. When I have the 12, is 12 still on the 4G network technically? Yes. Oh, man. But I'm vaccinated, so... <laughs> so you you have it by default. Yep, everything's right. 5G for you. Okay, cool. Oh, that's why I come so quick. <laughs> 5G come. <laughs> Instantly four bars, girl. <laughs> oh, no. Instant nut loading. <laughs> A rainbow wheel. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on, my dear. My dick is buffering. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like you doing uh, my voice, doing pillow talk. I just, for a split second, thought Shuddy Boy's shirt said holes with a middle finger. <laughs> no, it says idols are for lovers with a middle finger. Oh, for a second, it looked like it just said holes. That's right. I like the finger holes. <laughs> oh, man, everybody's getting the pillow talk treatment. Yeah. Oh, no. Abort, abort. I wish someone could do your impersonation of your voice. You can do just make it all high pitched and squeaky. That seems to get the job done. I think you sound more normal than you give yourself credit for. I think I sound like a and bitch. I, and I hope I sound more normal than you give me credit for. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this your voice is unique, and it's one of the things when I first heard you on the whole with Sprantz, I was like, hmm, I think this guy's got something. He's, oh, yeah. He's a little rough around the edges, but... I think I'm blue. I don't want everybody complaining. Again, this is in your own head. It's like the static. It's also something that he knows every week and should just automatically have handled by the time he sits down. Like, I know that my lighting is going to be a problem, so I have the umbrella light set up. I don't wait until we start recording. I've I've done the umbrella light. It doesn't do anything. The lighting is bad. Let me fix it. Yeah, I have to move my computer desk into the awkward spot in the room so I have things behind me. I don't set that up uh, after I fire up the Zoom. The The umbrella light only works at nighttime here. During the day, it doesn't change. If I'm blue, I'm blue. That The, the umbrella light's not going to do shit. Uh, <clears throat> John, how long have you been in town for? Um, I landed last night at 1130. Uh, okay. So a little over 12 hours. Damn, dude. Yep. Right back at it. You're a grinder. No rest. For the wicked. Uh, You're a fucking grinder. All right. We ready? Let me, let me just get the intro lined up. Both the written one and the audio. What the did you, um, blood fart? There we go. Did you write up the intro on your flight and the flight over? No, whilst I was pooping before. 
You should have had whoever you sat next to on the plane last night be like, can you write an intro for these two people? Each one needs to include something from the this list. So I actually splurged and spent an extra 80 bucks to get one of the seats with more leg room. And nobody sat next to me in the middle. I got the uh, the window seat, lucked out, got a blank seat in the middle. And then this old lady was sitting on the aisle watching the Hallmark Channel and laughing her tits off. Like, well, let's cackling. Not... It's not really that much of a story. <clears throat> oh, okay. I mean, that was it. I was like, I'm like, I look over, I'm like, man, what the fuck is this lady watching? And it's the Hallmark Channel. I'm like, what the hell is so funny? I don't know if it was a TV show, a movie. I didn't recognize a single actor in it, but this lady was about to piss herself. Fucking Old ladies f- love the Hallmark Channel. Cackling like yeah, a witch. Dude, it blew fucking, my mind. I went, I went to my grandmother's nursing home, and it was just every room was cranking the Hallmark Channel <laughs> in full volume. It was crazy. I was, I, I think I was telling this joke to you guys when I visited, but like. At the top of every hour, you just heard the Golden Girls theme song play throughout <laughs> the fucking nursing home. <laughs> All right, we good to go? Yeah, let's do it. From Los Angeles, California, where the mad scientists party hour. <laughs> <laughs>